to the view from the top. This is the 22nd episode. Today we're going to be covering chapters 393 to 395. We have a special guest with us today. Say hi, Black Mega Critic. Hello. Yay. And we have the usual crew as well. Uh, hi, Gabby. Hello there. Uh, Lisa. Hey. Marion. What's up? Ash. Hey. Kendra, I think I already. I don't think I introduced myself. Maybe I'm just a mystery voice calling from the void. Who knows? Kendra. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Uh, and uh, it's it's a scary, to be frank, time in the world right now. We got uh, the pandemic going on, as well as like people rightfully protesting because Black Lives Matter and. The reaction of the presidency and the cops in general is kind of scary. So I just wanted to try to shout out a few charities. We're going to attach a card thing at the bottom if you follow us on Twitter after this. But definitely like check out some of the community bail funds, I think, are a really interesting thing to check out just to support protesters like after they get arrested. There are a few things that let you split the funds. And also just uh, uh, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, I think, especially might be helpful to sponsor or just like any of the victims of police brutality i don't know if there's any other charities anyone wants especially shout out mm. or speak on this matter <laughs> uh i mean i would say i would sort of you know like implore all people to like search for um like outside of like donations that we may mention you know be sure to just kind of be on the lookout for people that you trust who are sharing donation um who's sharing like funds on um, bail uh, like bail bond fund like bail funds um you know and not all and you know don't only like support to like bail funds for protesters mm-hmm. although that's pretty important um that that that, that pro- that's probably the most paramount at the moment but like you know just like funding for different programs um that are you know in support of um black folks you know of different all different walks of life um so I guess for me, like a few would be, you know, thinking about like the Black Youth Project um, that I believe is based in Chicago, although it's based in a whole bunch of like different sort of places around the United States. Um, no New Jails is another one that I'm really big on. Um, uh, and they, a lot of their work deals with uh, prison abolition. So definitely check them out. And I guess uh, the last one... For now, there are like so many others, but I guess I'm trying to think of what the last one would be. Uh, I just had like I just had it on my mind and like totally forgot about it. You know what? For now, those two, and then if there are like any others, I'll you know I'll we I'll mention them, them on Twitter. Yeah, we can yeah. link them in the tweet. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like looking up like local stuff as well to support might be a good idea. Twitter is yeah. a really good resource, but uh. Kind of a really awkward transition. Uh, there's not much haiku news <laughs> besides that the anime has been delayed. We don't. I th- all we know is it's not coming out in July, basically anymore. That's good. Take like I don't know. Take care of the anime. Take care of the voice actors. Take care of everybody. Take your time. Yeah. And uh, now to jump to the chapter 393. We get the reappearance of the murder hand wall, (laughs) as I like to call it. But (laughs) does anyone have any like stuff they want to say about three night chapter three ninety three? Three three ninety three is the Hoshiomi chapter. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Amazing, of course. Right? <laughs> Just like fantastic. Like one of my faves, Hoshiyumi. I love him to death. I think I think it's just great. Like it's sort of, it just kind of like re's it kind of re solidifies like not only sort of Hoshiyumi's mindset, but I really like that we get into sort of the mind of um of the reporter that like covers mm-hmm. him, and I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Like that was really cool how we sort of get to know that. Um, she initially had, you know, preconceived notions of like what it means to be um, a volleyball player that is particularly short. Um, and then, like, as she watched Hoshiumi, you know, play throughout the years, she realized that like her her like mindset shifted in certain ways. I, I thought were really important, and I really like that. Like, it wasn't just sort of like seeing Hoshiumi's mindset, but also seeing the people around him whose mindsets may have shifted. That was really cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was really excited that um, we got to see Akane again. Yes. So that was really awesome. And I love that she's an intern at a publishing company. I think that fits mm-hmm. her really well. And I was just, I did like a gasp when I saw her. So I think the rest of Nekama um, is going to be close to follow. So I hope that we can see everyone from Nekama in the time skip again soon. But for now, I was really excited to see. I was excited to see Akane, and it was really nice to get the reporter Fumi. Um, it was nice to get her kind of backstory and just <sighs> Hoshiyumi makes such an impact on people. Like it's just yeah. it's so neat. But um, I'm gonna jump back to the beginning of the chapter really quick because Hirogami is one of my favorites. And he has another really awesome quote here where he says, I understand now that sometimes things aren't going to be fine and that's okay. And that just really resonates with me. And it's, I I think it does with a lot of people. And just the fact that, just the fact that he ended up following his dreams and doing what he knows he's going to like, even if, if he does mess up on his job, then there would be really high consequences as a veterinarian. Um, so, but the fact that that does not stop him from following his dreams is just really cool to me. So I'm glad that we got to see uh, Hirigami again. And um, the chapter in general was just really amazing. I love Hoshiyumi. So it was really cool to see him get some, cool spiking motions in and also his um his line at the end where he you know goes hey you see that that's how you fight in midair like that's how mm-hmm. that's how you do it that was so, so sassy and so good yes all tell people this is how it's done and then um my last thing that i want to mention is that i just really love when Furidade does the target um in his art so just the fact that we get to see that again with Hoshiyumi directly targeting Hinata, like, that was really, really cool. And Hinata's face, when he spiked it right past him, was really funny, too. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know when I saw that face, I thought he got spiked in the face at first, and I was like, holy shit! But he did get spiked in the face. (laughs) Almost, (laughs) too. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on the chapter. Nice. Oh, like, one detail I really like for this chapter is kind of Bokoto 
doing his beam thing, and then he points at Atsumo, which I thought was really cute, because he's like, sending in his energy! And also just, like, the bits where we get, like, the all the blockers kind of reacting to the fact that that he, like, deliberately tooled them. Yes. And then all the spikers <laughs> reacting to the fact that he knew he was going to get tooled, I think is really cool. I love that uh, Fuyumi is back, which I think is so cool because she's such, like, a minor character, and she came back! Or Fumi. Fumi. Fumi, no. Oh, Fumi. Oh, you mean the sports journalist. My bad. I was so confused. I was like, wait. I, I said the wrong name, anyways. But <laughs> it's back. She's such a minor character. I'm really, really happy about that. I've also been really wanting a Hoshiyumi chapter, because I, I felt like he was, like, Kanata's rival, and then, like, there wasn't much focus on him. So, yes. I was, like, that made me... Uh, you gotta read Kamomedai again. <laughs> yeah. Well, this much. Well, I know, I mean, like, this chapter, in this match. Ah, uh, in this match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, after time skip. Uh, and also, uh, there's a really cute moment when there's this small giant and, uh, oh, my God. Washi Joe. Washi Joe. <laughs> yeah. first, and at first, I was thinking it was kind of, like, opposing views, but it's also, like, the two shorties are both, like... Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're more... There are five there, if you count Takeru too. The five oh, yeah. giants, or the small people, I guess. <laughs> That's true, because they also show Takeru too. Mm-hmm. That's what I love the, about this chapter. Is Takeru? Oh, that where? Where is he? Oh, he's the he, one who's saying Hoshiyumi is going for the blockout. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. I don't recognize him with hair. <laughs> yeah, he looks different. It's like, who is that? Is this some random dude? I actually recognize Tavi more, the one who is next to him. Pineapple. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why if, if I see if I see him, that means Tucker is next to him. And also just talking about how like the world is both fair and unfair. It makes me think of my hero uh, a little bit. But yeah. it's also just like such a cool th- shot of like you show their backs yes. and, and then you see Hoshiyumi. And I don't know, there's just, like, there's, I don't, like, all sports are, like, complex in their own way. But I love that, like, diving into the complexity of volleyball and that, like, height is good, but you also need skill. But then also, like, if you have skill, other people also have height. So it's kind of, like, addition. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, it's, it's just, like, really fascinating to, like, think about. But also the art is spectacular, as always. I especially like when uh, Atsumo is serving we don't actually see him hit it, so it makes it when the ball appears like halfway across the net, it makes it especially mm-hmm. kind of like shocking. Yeah. But good chapter. I love like all like whenever there's like a shot, like there's a thing of like you see the hand in Bokoto's eye as he like decides that he's gonna go for a blockout, which I think is kind of cool, kind of showing us because I guess mm-hmm. maybe in the anime it would be a bit more easier because you'd see Bokoto look and like. Showing that without motion, I think, is a really, like, cool thing. I don't know. And also just, I like the spiral for the bam bam jump. It's still there. It's still very animated. <laughs> mm. uh, but I'll pass the torch. Gabby. Uh, so much to say about this chapter. Like, oh my gosh. I, I didn't think Hoshimi could be, could get cooler, <laughs> but of course, Furudate <laughs> proves me wrong as, wrong as always. 
I don't know. This this is like the chapter that I guess I was waiting for. In a way, this is like the answer that Hoshiun is giving Hinata to all of the things that were set up in Kamomedai. So it's really fascinating to me that basically Furudate in in the second to last spread, we see uh, Hoshiumi laughing and Hinata kind of kind of angry. And it's the exact yeah. exact reverse from Kamomedai match. Because in in the there's a panel there where Hinata is laughing and Hoshium is is angry, <laughs> and that's exactly the chapter where where Hinata basically gives his answer to Hoshiumi about what it means to fight in the air. So this is well, I guess this is the Hoshiumi that we see after everything that he's been through. And actually, my favorite quote from all of this chapter is when he thinks about Hirogami and then he says, uh, nobody's going to die if I screw up. So I'm way better off than Sachiro in that regard. But at worst, I just won't be able to be to make a living doing what I what I love. But that's just something that means so much for this character, because we know that he loves volleyball. but the for the time he screws up, he's basically out of the of his dream. Unlike the people who are tall, who always will get more chances. So I don't know. I, what I've always loved about Hoshiumi is just how self-aware he is about everything, about his height, about his shortcomings and everything, but still standing tall with all of the rest of the players. So. I don't know. This is this. This just made everything better, even better for me. <laughs> yeah. I was really overwhelmed by this chapter, and the art is amazing. So so. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. I I know I'm gonna gush about it with Marion later. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess for now, well, uh, I was happy to see Tuki getting. Uh, well, we got. Suki's height, current height now. Although I still don't get anything about inches, so he's uh, 195 centimeters, and that's really tall. <laughs> Almost two meters tall. I was excited about that. And well, I, I really liked seeing the four little, well, Washiyo was never a little giant, but he was, he, he could have been one. So it was really nice that Furudate added Takeru to, to the reactions for this particular chapter. Furudate never forgets a character. Yes. <laughs> I really appreciate that because then, like, the positions that they are, uh, when Tizama and Wasijo laughing, they're, like, mirroring uh, Hoshiomi and Minata's mm-hmm. positions. And, like, they're both, like, Washijo and... Uh, Hoshiumi were the ones who were the most aware of how their height is like uh, something that they have to fight against. Yeah. And versus like the Karasuna boys who just they were just like dreamers. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy to see also Tenma having a bit of a dialogue here when mm-hmm. he he's saying that um, I thought I, I had to rely on skill and technique to make for my lack of height. But, you know, tall or short, anybody can have good skill and technique. All you have to do is practice. And, yeah, that's why he be- he basically quit because he wasn't, I guess he wasn't just as passionate about volleyball and also because he saw just 
how big the world was at nationals. Something that Hinata also also got to see. And well, yeah. with the whole world now in the pro league, it it's just even bigger. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to be very strong-minded to survive there. Um, BMC, do you have any thoughts on this chapter? Um, more thoughts? I guess like I think one thing that I really like is I don't know. I think like sometimes, like when I'm reading Haikyuu, I it like it like it just reminds me of how sort of like important like technique is to um is to like volleyball and i think there are a lot of other sports where like technique i think is important in pretty much all sports but i think some sports like to me technique is a lot more crucial in like volleyball than like basketball like (laughs) at like the highest sort of levels where you know if you have like a certain amount of like athleticism like that can kind of make up for certain um like like if you don't have like a certain skill level like that athleticism like can make mm-hmm. up for it you know what i mean and like i think what's what's what makes it that's what and i think for me that's what makes it so much harder like when i see like hoshiomi just kind of like um have those realizations like you know and like and and all the little giants right like all the little giants have those realizations where it's like yes i can train and i can put in all that work and have the skills and have the techniques but all of these other people are doing like the same all these people at this level are doing the same thing like (laughs) they're doing the same thing and it's like and then like and then you realize like yeah like you got to kind of be lucky to have like you know hyper like flexibility and to be a certain height and all these other different things but like they still try like but that means that okay like you it's not even like even about like necessarily like trying harder but trying like smarter like you like what mm-hmm. like what can you do like how hard must it be to like realize that and then still go out and try to find different things and try to do different things and i don't know it's just like like Hiroshima is like a like a big like like inspiration i think he's like such an inspirational character like hinata too i think all of them all all of them but like those two in particular like i love because like they were trying to do something different. Like I would have never expected beach volleyball. Like I just didn't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and like with Hoshiyumi, it's just like just his just those realizations and like sort of like like mindset is also really important too. Like all these different like things are really important. Like when you are at um like a like a clear sort of like like when you don't have like certain advantages, I guess. Like you have to just, like really struggle to find every little thing that you can to get really really to get not just really good but like incredibly good yeah mm. i think i really love about hoshiyumi and kind of like the short characters in general is kind of that struggle as well as and like hoshiyumi's kind of like acceptance of that as well is very like interesting and i was just looking through chapters and i wanted to shout out again just the use of like sound effects to separate panels oh, i think yes. it's really cool especially when hoshiyumi like knows that Hinata is trying to dodge it so he hits it and then like we get two different sound effects splitting up one two three four scenes or five including the like audience and it's, it was really cool because I got the English volumes recently and it was kind of cool to see how the like in English they try to work with that so it could like luckily well, thanks 
Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the thump sound has like a T in it in English, so they just kind of translate that into a T, and sometimes it's and it works out okay. It's just like it's really cool to see. I think also in a later chapter we can see like what for Adate maybe changing a little bit of how they do that, or maybe that's what people were thinking maybe. But was there any other thoughts you want we had for three ninety three? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Ash, or Ashraverian, yeah. Sorry. Uh, but no, cause oh, I keep. I just thought of this right now as we're going through it. And I'm thinking of you know Hoshimi's line of the world is or uh, Tenma's line of the world is fair, and at the same time is completely unfair. And I'm thinking about how a lot of the struggles we see the players kind of facing is this idea that you know when you're playing in your local league or in like your small little pawn basically. Like, you think, oh, yeah, you know, I'm unique. I have this special skill set that no one else does, and that's what's going to make me stand out. You know, this is what's going to differentiate me from everyone else. And then kind of like the further you climb up, you know, get into nationals, facing off against all these other teams, you then kind of figure out that, oh, wait, I'm not, you know, the only special guy that's here. There are other people who face, you know, similar challenges, have similar drawbacks that they have to overcome to kind of get up there. And you kind of come to that realization, like, oh, maybe what makes me special isn't really that great. And I love how Furudate kind of plays with that to say, like, you know, you know, there are other people that will be like you, that will share similar traits and personalities and whatever to you. But there are things that make you unique. And if you kind of uh, dig into those things and kind of build on them, that'll help kind of differentiate yourself from everyone else. And I think back to Hoshiyumi's life from Nationals where he's like, you know, we're not limited to one way of being great. And I think that really, really kind of comes back in here where it's like, yeah, he may be, you know, short and he may not be the only one that's had to do this, but he's going to fight in his own way and kind of leave his own work. And I just, I really kind of love that sentiment. Yeah. Uh, Mary? Yeah, no, uh, like everyone else, like I, I really appreciated Hoshiumi and like just, man, like I I think what I really like about his character is like the self-awareness that he's had from basically like the beginning like his whole career the way that it it has been shaped uh just because he started so young like near not not as like not like as young as kageyama but like pretty much getting there and like having at the back of his mind just constantly being reminded of his height and how it's not uh he's not able to use it like a weapon like other people and that's what leads to his like creativity this is something that's like so completely different from hinata's approach because uh from the start, like, yeah, Hinata loves volleyball, but, like, he started, he had, like, such a, like, a late start that he's basically, like, scrambling to, like, catch up, like, uh, un- basically until this arc. Uh, and, like, Hoshiyumi, because of, like, his refinement of technique or whatever, and then, like, at the, the, the better he gets, the more he realizes that all the other good people are going to be practicing, like, just as much as he is, like, it really makes you respect, like, the level of work that he has put in, like, throughout his whole career. Because, like, man, like, I I don't know where I was going with this. Um, <laughs> I think, like, be, being, like, juxtaposed at the very start with Hirogami and how he was just, like, his attitude of, like, oh, yeah, if even I knew that even if I messed up, no one's going to die. But, like, <laughs> uh, like now that he's not going to play volleyball anymore, um, this is just, like, I, I, I feel like that, that panel where he's just look, looking away as Hirogami's talking is just, like, him, like, thinking now, like, all right, like, that that's another person who, like, he respects and he knows has been, like, quote-unquote, like, blessed with, like, 
hide and whatever. But like now, I feel like it, it's almost like he's their relationship is almost a little bit like uh like the the Mia brothers because when mm-hmm. it's kind of like carrying it on, and the fact that he's like uh he's teammates with uh his friend's brother now is really special to me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, the connection they have is like. It, it still continues throughout like his professional career, and yeah, like I, I don't know, like I, Hoshiyumi's rivalry with Hinata is so cool just because of those parallels, and like, like I said earlier, like uh, the fact that we see like Washijo and Tenma like laughing at the same time at like, uh, just like seeing them fight, it's it's really cool. I think that um, his attitude as like a, like an athlete, is something that a lot of people need to like. If you're like a, if you're like a sports person, that's someone that's someone that you need to like admire and like mm-hmm. keep into keep into mind when, whenever like you you come across like a wall, I know how, like how frustrating it is to like feel like you can't really do anything, but then like a lot of times the people who are like super dedicated or whatever, that's where they get like their creativity, to like adapt with the situations. Like we saw with he saw that uh, Hinata was basically gonna. Uh, like stick down his hands to like fight in the middle of the air and that's like immediately like the way that he that, that Hoshiumi just like changed his approach to like getting the ball in that split second was so insane mm-hmm. like yeah. that was so hype and I can't believe like I can't believe that actually happened <laughs> <laughs> you don't play volleyball alone like team wise but also like your opponent is also like a thinking person who can react to you and like you react to their reactions is really cool but it's not just like a one-way street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for the longest time, I usually like I don't have like a like a favorite kind of like sports uh, to read uh, in like manga form, but I, like I do I do prefer reading like like sports manga in to like watching it live, uh, like in, in real <laughs> life or whatever. I always had like this idea in the back of my head that like like sports manga are perfect because you you have like the the team aspect. And you also have like uh, in, in situations of like like one v ones or whatever. And like I think BMC was bringing this bringing this up earlier, where like uh, no matter like how much athleticism you have, you still need to like refine your technique and to have like a level of like understanding of how you move your body. It comes mm-hmm. such a long way on top of just being like naturally uh, like able to do stuff. And Hoshiumi is like the perfect kind of person to illustrate that. Yeah. That's true. Mm. great. Yeah, I definitely I, I love both of them. Like Hoshiumi and Hiragami, Hiragumi, whatever his name is. Oh, cool. The H Boys. Uh, those are their names. I was going to call them the H Boys from now on. Uh, but uh, are we ready to move on to 394, or, or is there anything else we wanted to get out of the way? I'm good. We're good. We're good. Well, uh, uh, I just want to say right off the bat, uh, this one made me really happy because I wanted more Sakuza, and he was like, he, it felt like he was going to be so important, like, when they were in high school, and I love that he kind of wasn't, and now, like, we're finally getting a bit more of him, as well as Ushiwaka, which I really like, and just kind yeah. of, like, getting a little bit more of his neat freakiness, or not, sorry, that's mean, his, like, neatness, and, like, more Ushiwaka, just kind of, like, that interaction, I think, is cute. I don't know. I think I'll let yeah, I, maybe I'll think of other stuff to say, but I just I really like kind of delving into characters that we haven't seen before. 
or characters we've seen, but we like thought we we were like done with them. Also, the I got lucky is so good, and I'm so glad it also gets like followed up in the next chapter as well. Yes. Yeah. Which which is why I want for the Bakoto one when he, they talk about like just an ace. I was like, what does that mean to him? <laughs> so I'm glad that we got kind of to get inside Ushi or Ushiwaka's head. That's the next chapter. But now we got to see in Sakuza's head through his cousin, which I think made some people mad because they shipped them. But I. I <laughs> But, uh, anyone else have any thoughts on this chapter? Yeah, I mean, this chapter was amazing. I love this chapter. Like, um, and, I mean, we're talking about 394, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is probably my favorite out of the three. And, and I mean, I adore Hoshiomi, but I feel like, um, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, maybe I like them equally, but, like, the, the like, like, but maybe this one was my favorite because like we didn't get much of um sakusa like we got some stuff but like not at this level i guess um and like i think i remember like reacting to it and like i think i just like sat there for like maybe like 30 seconds or something and then i was just like thinking like i didn't say anything i was just like thinking because it was such a like i feel like that chapter was really really good and i think it hit it just hit in a really particular way. Um, like, there are characters that have, like, certain, like, um, you know, like, like clear, like, personality sort of traits that mm-hmm. are sort of, like, silly and, you know, like, um, goofy and certain things like that. But I think, like, Sukusa's, like, like, I don't, like, the sort of traits that he's sort of, like, um, I don't know, they're, like, Sometimes, like, I feel like I'll, like, empathize in a way because I, it's it's so clear that he takes things so seriously and yeah. there's a very sort of directness and uh, an almost, like, innocence in a way. And I think, mm-hmm. like, I just, like, I just take that in. And I, and I don't know, like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just, like, man, like, this, like, and, and what else, like, I guess, like, I I don't know how to describe it, but, like, he just, like, his character, like, in this chapter just hit me in a particular way. Like, it just made me, like, really, like, way more empathetic than I think I had felt in quite some time. Like, I think, like, then, like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. Describe it. I, I, don't I, know. Think, I, I think I know what you mean. I think because, like, the way that, like, Dr. So was, like, introduced or, like, uh, the way that we've seen him to this point is, like, oh, yeah, like, he wears a mask and he's, like, uh, He's about he's he's like into like cleanliness or whatever, but it it was presented almost like a like a surface level trait that's just uh there to it's like easier to help identify him or in like on the page and like like that's the kind of person he is or whatever and it's only like surface level. But when you see that it goes like a lot deeper and it's it's something that like uh it, it's like a part of the character in the same way that like uh some people have like routines or whatever that like they do that it helps, it helps them feel more comfortable and it's just part of their lifestyle or whatever that it's, it's harder to take that as like a joke yeah that, that yeah and we kind of see like his similarity to like ushiwaka which is something like i wouldn't have thought of that these characters were similar before yeah. but kind of that directness and also just also seeing that also in his captain as well like when he, when yeah. he was like younger and he met him and kind of was like oh 
I'm not the only person who does this. Like other people playing volleyball or just live their lives with that directness. And I think someone mentions that he's a he's like Kita. Yeah, so. it's in it's yeah, um Suna. So that's why, like, I think they would all be friends. But it's it's cool to see that, like, people kind of maybe thought he was weird because of that. And I called him a clean freak earlier. But you can see, like, it's not weird. Like, other people are like this, too. And, like, other people value this stuff or, like, similar stuff. And also just, like, I really liked the Sukasa stuff. It's really funny because there's a guy named Dr. Stone. And it just every time I see that name, I just think <laughs> of that. <laughs> that yeah, me too. I really like kind of him like trying to like logic it out and like having a thinking like, oh, like, why are you upset? Like you did, you weren't wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. And then he's like, that's why I'm upset. And kind of like on empathizing with people and like kind of understanding what makes people tick, I think is really cool. And also like his scene with Hinata, where he's like, this is your fault. <laughs> Which it was. <laughs> but it's kind of that directness that we've seen with Ushiwaka a little, little bit. So like, I don't I, I kind of like that i don't know i, I kind of realized stuff as i was reading like as you guys were talking sorry no yeah i i, I really love that conversation he had with uh yes. the captain because uh, he's like i can understand if you have regrets if you don't practice or if you don't practice enough or you're you're not prepared but i know that uh you're not the type of person to like mess up with either of that and the guy's like yeah and that's why it hurt <laughs> and he's just like oh it clicked for him like i i understand it now. like he mm-hmm. like he he I don't know. He's such a cool character because, like, um, I feel like there's a lot of people who, um, I don't know, like, like I was saying earlier, like, part of the reason that I think that uh, we didn't we didn't have that kind of connection with him and with, like, later on with Ushiwaka is because of the fact that, like, up until now, before we get, like, this kind of deep dive into who they are or whatever, they just come across as stoic. They just come across as people that, like, uh, they don't emote that much, like, uh, like, visually. Uh, and because of that, it's a little harder to like, uh, like perceive like what they're actually thinking. And when you see uh, like someone's inner thoughts and like how how they process like information and like uh, personal interactions or whatever, it just makes it that much easier to like get it. Like, oh, like this is the kind of person they are. Like, this is how they how they react. Like, this is what they feel about certain things. And like, I. I think that that interaction with the captain was like so eye-opening, and I really, I, I, I don't know, like, I love the the stuff that was like, oh, uh, do you want to use this or what, the the lint roller? He's like, no, I have lint. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like on page uh, like twelve, we get a shot of them like smiling at each other from across the net, and that's something we like don't see that often from Ushiwa, like Ushijima. Yeah, I guess like I'm. He's probably smiled a few times, but it's just like it's just a cute moment that we get to see like another side of them instead of them being Being just like like, volleyball intimidating. Yeah. And I also I'm just looking at the banner for Itachiyama and it just says effort. And it's just so sad when he's like crying about because like effort failed him there or like effort. Like, how did he hurt his ankle? But it's hard to see what actually happened. Other. (laughs) Yeah, but just, like, I don't know, that, like, I don't know, it's just, like, you put all that effort in, and it's still, I don't know, I just like the interactions with banners, and kind of, like, banners being important, and, or, like, kind of ironical, or whatever. That's true. I really enjoyed this chapter as well, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump in, (laughs) because 
I found a new fave, which is Sukasa. <laughs> for some reason, I just latched onto him, and I care about him more than Sukusa now. So that's just a thing that happens sometimes. I just love, I just loved his reaction so much when um, Sukusa was like, "I can understand having regrets if you didn't practice enough, but you know, neither was the case." and Sukasa just goes right neither was the case and that's why it hurts even more duh like that's such a like emotionally charged answer and it's just like so real and it's it was just perfect at the time and kind of and then Sukusa's reaction where he's just like oh okay I get it and his little <laughs> his little face when he when he when he kind of like it clicks with him it's like it's really funny but um <laughs> I also really, really love that we get to see even, you know, minor characters such as Sukasa, who like we just pretty much learned his name, <laughs> and and um, or well, I think I think we we uh, knew his name. I think it was revealed in chapter two hundred and sixty-eight. I it think probably was, yeah, but. <laughs> You know, but he's he's a minor character, and um, we even get to see him in the time skip of being a setter and on mm -hmm. the same team as someone from uh, Inubushi. Inubushi. Yeah, so who ended up winning nationals. So I just think that's really neat. But um, I also thought it was funny, the comparison between um, Kita and Sakusa, um, <laughs> because that uh, Suna did, just because they're both you know, kind of along the lines of like doing doing what's right because it feels good. And mm. so that was kind of fun. I also love Komori. Like he's he's such a cute little character. Like <laughs> I was glad we got to see more of him. And um I also was really loving the concept of the lucky ones. So that is it, it was just uh such a good concept. And I also, um, one last thing, I also really appreciate that Ushijima had his own hand towel because <laughs> as I learned when I was in Japan, not all places have towels or dryers. So like yes. bringing your own towel was, yeah. was a necessity. Yeah. There was definitely that some that like didn't have soap either. And I was just like, yeah, I guess because yeah. you're supposed to bring your own, and I'm just like, why? Well, I <laughs> said that giving away uh, these uh, handkerchiefs is like something common over there. Everyone carries oh. one because mm -hmm. there aren't uh, dryers on bathrooms. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's I very up, common over there. Yeah, it is. I ended up having to buy a little washcloth. For, to be my mm -hmm. towel for when I was there because <laughs> so many bathrooms didn't have uh, have uh, you know hand towels or hand dryers like I'm used to in the US mm -hmm. but anyway so I just thought it was it was that the bathroom encounter was like really like a cute little touch mm -hmm. and everything I feel like so many important encounters happen in the bathroom and IQ <laughs> <laughs> if someone, if for that I met someone who changed his life on the bathroom and that's why it always happens in IQ <laughs> uh, I do love like you mentioned the lucky ones I really like that they talk about luck and then he's like yeah but like Hinata and them are here and like they weren't like they weren't like they weren't lucky enough to have like be tall but and Hinata also was like he was lucky to meet and go to the same school as Kageyama 
right? By luck, he's actually acknowledging his privilege Hmm. compared to Hinata and Hoshiomi. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I adored from this chapter. (laughs) The fact is, like, luck definitely does come into play. It's a lot, like, he worked super, super hard for this. But there, like, he acknowledges that element of luck, that, like, I don't know, of privilege. And, like, I don't know, it's it's just really cool to kind of think about. Because I feel like maybe in, when they were at the high school stuff, a lot of the tall people were just like, ha ha, I'm tall. Or, because they were, like, high school, they're kids. They're just kind of like, this is an advantage I got. And it's always an advantage. Yeah. In, in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once you go to the pros, everyone's tall. And, or, like, they were set, like, Everyone's black. tall and... Japan isn't very tall compared to Russia or yeah. <laughs> or Europe or. <laughs> like, I think someone was tweeting about like how they were watching other countries play and the other countries were barely jumping. Yeah, that's Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was like, same here. More real volleyball. Yeah, same here. Peru is very short, so I really feel Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, having to go against Brazil and Argentina for World Cup qualifiers should be illegal (laughs) 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 for every sport (laughs) and just kind of like the interactions that we get of people like across the net like oh he spiked at him and then they have like a moment of like looking at each other and it's like i don't know it's cute it's just like a nice element that of like it's because there's, I don't know, we're getting flashbacks and a match is going on. How, like, you could have easily just have been, like, just the flashback and then cut back to the match. But instead, it's, like, interspliced between the two. Or it kind of is cutting back and forth. But, I mean, just, like, separating the chapters completely. It's mm. just, it's such a yeah. thing we kind of take for granted in Haikyuu, really. But, yay. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I guess Ankari can go. Oh, my gosh. So for me this was a surprise because <laughs> I didn't didn't really care about Saku so much <laughs> before this chapter. But I have kind of a course, you see, whenever I don't care about a, chap- a character or I think they aren't that great, it turns out that we have a lot in common. <laughs> so when they say that he was uh, uh, the uh, the youngest brother and that he didn't spend much time with his family, I was like, oh, of course he's like me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got to understand him better, I guess. Furat is so good at writing characters. Like that makes so much sense for Sakusa. My favorite part of this chapter was definitely the interaction with with Hinata, mostly because we know what Hinata went through. And (gasps) it's just like, for Sakusa, he doesn't know, because he he was just an spectator, knowing that, oh, this team that was the dark force for the tournament has had their star player. And I really like that he thought that he was like the the star player of the team, uh, got taken out. And they lost. And that's like, okay, that's what he knows. And then we know what Hinata went through, how much he learned from that. And I don't know, I feel like his his expression in that page says so much from him. I really, really like that. (laughs) I was waiting for this interaction between them. Which expression, Gabby? 
Hinata's expression when he talks okay, okay. with Sakusa. Yeah. Good. And he says that yeah. I learned from what happened. And yeah, we know he learned the hard way. I think this is the first time like Hinata's really talked about the fever since it <laughs> happened. Which I think is nice like, that it's kind of like, I learned from it, I moved on. Yeah. But I don't know, it feels like it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, you remember uh, his coach in in Brazil? When he saw yeah. him in the supermarket, he said that Hinata has this, had this air of winter. Because there was a bit of melancholy and nostalgia from him. I kind of felt that when I saw that that panel, that, that Hinata knows how painful it was, but he can smile now. Mm. I don't know. It, it, it was really good. <laughs> I, this chapter was very interesting for Sakusa. I feel like it was a very nice character in, um, analysis from Furudate in the sense that basically Sakusa is saying that he doesn't really know the answer of why he plays. But at the end of the day, he does it because it goes well with his style of life. And that's also luck for him. Oh, and also him talking about going out with a smile. And I was like, I swear if this manga ends with a not a smiling in victory. <laughs> it, like, yeah, it kind of gave me huge like endgame feelings because oh. of that. Oh, I, I wonder what my last match will be like. But also, um, he's kind of saying it doesn't matter, which I think is really cool. Kind of like every day, like it's the end of your life or whatever the saying is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. But his conclusion is that so long that see, he's doing things properly, he'll be happy. And that's something I, I never expected from this ca- character, I guess, because it, it's something that really resonates with me. And like, for example, I'm a designer, so like... Being a very, very good designer means really taking a toll on your body because you got to work until you're basically never sleeping, (laughs) at least to climb up here in Peru. So for me, at least it was like deciding to be exceptionally good and just do what I think was okay for me and worry more about myself. But like... I wasn't lucky enough that my line of work was along my need to be good with myself. So that's something that Sakusa is also lucky with. Volleyball requires him for to be good, have good, good health and everything that really goes along well with his personality. So I, I, I don't know. I feel like everything, uh, the, the, the luck factor is really well applied here and makes so much sense that this chapter is called The Lucky Ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I really... Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I just noticed no. another panel where a ball does double duty, where it's like, and if I'm lucky, we see Ushiwaka spiking, and then, like, we see the person receiving, and the ball's kind of, like, in between. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> the panel after that is the moment after the ball is launched off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I... I definitely agree. Like, I love the lucky ones thing. And also just that, like, volleyball, also, you can get injured playing it, like, pretty easily. So I I, I love that kind of, like, I think it's really cool to see Sakazu, like, thinking through things so much. Just something that we didn't, I wouldn't really have expected of him. But I don't know. (laughs) Uh, He's not a nice dog or anything, (laughs) but it's just, it's cool to see 
the kind of like thought process behind people because we don't always get it for every character. Oh, I feel like he he doesn't get that much passionate about volleyball because he's simply good at it and goes well with him. So I guess he doesn't really understand when people like when bad things happen and people start crying. He doesn't see why would you pity him because it makes no sense. They made their best. And I don't know. I really like the follow up to his weird material. Meteor speech from Nationals. I don't know if yeah. you remember it. Does anyone have that in front of them? Yeah, person? I actually yeah. do um, because I had pulled it up previously just because <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to talk about the Sakusa chapter. So it was chapter 368. And he says, say, for instance, a tiny meteorite suddenly fell from the sky right now. Say that meteorite bumped someone on the head just to be nice to the guy and help as much. Just be nice to the guy and help as much as you can. Nothing else is necessary. If you're going to stand around talking loudly to each other about how you pity him, then I feel even sorrier for him. Nothing sucks worse than people telling you, you poor thing. So basically his speech to me kind of made sense because instead of, you know, basically he's saying, okay, just like be nice and try to help out. Don't just stand around and like openly pity someone when they're down because that's not really helping anyone and that's kind of his outlook on things so Mm -hmm. like that was me very that's my very brief explanation i know that tons of people have done like deep meta about this meteorite speech who have done it far better than i could but uh it also it kind of well the way i understood it it was more like there are things that will happen and you have no control over them. So you just have to be ready. And if they happen, it's not your fault. So why would you pity that person? Just be nice to them. Yeah. And pity, pity is like really saying help, that, yeah. yeah, it doesn't help. And it's like giving, um, making, them, making them feel guilty about it. It's kind of like seeing his practicality. And this chapter kind of is like, I think we were saying it clarifies that speech a little bit because now we kind of know a bit more of what he meant it's um, kind of a mix but also it's just like why why you? <laughs> i think that's what made most people were like laughing that's what i was laughing at i know because i was just we like, know the so answer random. now yeah we know the answer because he's one of the lucky ones you wouldn't get hit oh. by the oh yeah and also maybe like probably after that speech is when this moment with Sukasa happens. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. I I really like the the parallel that we draw here with his captain that doesn't really have any fault in what happened to him, unlike Hinata who who, who could have prevented what happened. And I don't know, I, I really like that that was kind of uh, touch upon when when we have Sakusa telling Hinata that I don't like people who don't can take care of themselves. Yeah, it definitely yeah. it definitely kind of like explains his thinking because at first it seems like oh that's really harsh, but then as you see like oh that or I mean I guess we already knew his captain got injured, but it kind yeah. of like I don't know it's cool to get like context uh, within context uh for this chapter, and also I just like. Kiyumi's eyebrows. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
did anybody? Oh, and also just cool. We got to see like what when like Sakuza realized he had the spin when he spiked, and if he was lucky, he had that as well. So yeah. And no wonder Komori ended up being the the, the best <laughs> liberal. He had to practice with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Is Ki- is he still is Kiyomi still playing volleyball? I think we saw him you mean earlier. Komori? Komori? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's playing with Suna and Washio in the uh, I don't remember their name. Pharmaceutical something. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Was there anything else we wanted to say for 394? I think Ash is still Ash. I don't have too, too much to say. I'll say, like, I appreciate how Furodate, like, again, I agree with everyone else that I didn't really expect much from Sakusa. And I was kind of curious because Furodate, like, at Nationals and before that, uh, with the youth camp, kind of built them up. And I was like, all right, there's got to be something with this guy that's coming up, like, what does Furodate have planned? And I don't think in a million years I'd ever think, like, all right, this was the direction that the character was going to go. And I do appreciate that Furodate took something that could have been easily been a quirk and kind of used it to give Sakusa such a depth with kind of his personality and everything else that defines him. So I really, really loved that aspect. Yeah. Uh, I just love how he's like Furodate keeps building on these themes. He keeps introducing of like you know, oh the world is so fair, unfair. Where Sakusa kind of acknowledges that you can do everything right, you know, live your abs- life absolute best and perfect way, and you know something as trivial as getting your ankle hurt could derail your entire life's plans, even though you put so much effort and work into getting there. And I just like, oh, you know, it's, it's that dose of realism I don't think a lot of other series have where it's like, oh, you can just power through it with the power uh-huh. of friendship or spirit <laughs> or something like that. It's like, no, you know, sometimes you just, no matter how hard you push yourself or if you do push yourself too much, it'll have bad consequences for you. But, you know, that's not the end of it that you can use that as learning moment to kind of grow and develop and evolve. And I love how you see that with Hinata where he's considered, you know, one of the unlucky ones because at nationals he lost like right before his big moment but it did lead to him kind of having this moment where he went over he went abroad he trained and he learned he came back the better for it so kind of like that calling back to like you know life's kind of unfair and fair at the same time of course like yeah Hinata might have screwed up and lost his chance at that time but he still got another chance to grow and improve and come back and make his mark so I don't know, just these last few chapters have just been so, so good, and I'm just, I don't want the series to end. <laughs> I know, um, don't yeah. remind me. Because uh, <laughs> he, like, easily could have been just, his, like, cleaning thing could have easily just been, like, how Zoro gets lost. And yeah, it's just, exactly. like, it, it's just tacked on, and it doesn't really add anything. Can I say that it? I'm glad it, it didn't have a, a sad story? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's not, like, cleaning because his, like, he had to clean up his mother's blood. It's just, like, he was a lonely kid. He had his cousin as a friend, and he he was friends with Ishiwaka. They like bonded because like they were both really skilled, so they kept running into each other. <laughs> I find that like I I find it really appropriate that this came immediately after Hoshiyumi, and that the fact that it's like oh now we get the perspective of the lucky ones of the people who were like exactly yeah left, and then like I think the series has done a beautiful job of showing the fact that like um 
that like if you work hard you will be rewarded for it um and like because you see like from the very start like uh when sakusa and and uh wakatoshi are talking that the first thing they say is like oh how did you get so good and he's like oh by practicing a lot and then i got lucky so like mm-hmm. and it, it goes back all the way to the very the last uh spread on like the last two pages that uh sakusa all he wants to do is to practice train and paying proper attention and care to everything, and then all the way up to his final game. So, like, it, it it's not a coincidence that, like, he's a pro, and that Hoshiumi is a pro, and then Wakatoshi is as well, and Hinata was able to make it as well, because they all put in the proper effort. Like, they went out of their way to, like, make this their lifestyle, and to stay consistent with it uh, to a degree that uh, they, could, they could play on the same level. And yeah, like luck plays a part of it, and acknowledging that, acknowledging the fact that like, um, like hard work is not like the only thing, but it's necessary. Is something that I I feel like a lot of a lot of theories don't really address. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It says that no matter no matter if maybe you don't win or maybe you don't get where you want, but it will always be rewarding. That's mm-hmm. something that came with Kita, and I feel like it was kind of highlighted here, too. Because Sakusa doesn't really care about the the outcome. He cares yeah, about yeah. doing things properly. Yeah. It really is kind of like the journey, not the destination mm-hmm. with this. Especially because he doesn't have a, a specific goal. He just yeah. wants to keep on playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sakusa's I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> we ready to move on to the Who next chapter? That? Yeah. <laughs> I never expected that. <laughs> I think so. Uh, onwards to 395. The Ushiwaka chapter. And oh, Gavin. <laughs> I've been waiting how much how long? Let me see. <laughs> years. Four years? Five years? <laughs> Four minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so You're true like, though. You're like the lady from the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 84 years. It's been 84 years. I don't know how to start. I love Fushijima. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't doesn't Tanaka look kind of weird on that first page? I knew as soon as soon as I saw the mouth, I was like, holy yeah. shit, it's Tango. As soon as I saw his little mouth, I was like, it's Tendo. Holy shit. And I knew we would get him because it was because we, we all knew the Ushijima chapter was coming. I knew we would get him. Did not expect Iwazumi. Um, I'm losing my shit over that still. So <laughs> that's something that's happening. I have a lot of thoughts about this chapter. So if someone else wants to go first, then that is totally fine. Gabby, if you think you deserve to go first after you've waited 84 years, then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm going to say some things now and then I'll remember more and say more. <laughs> So that is fine. 
But first, I wanna thank uh, Abyss because there was a mistake in this chapter in the first page. They actually called uh, Tendo Satoshi and not Satori, and I pointed it out, and it's already fixed. I'm oh, just what, seeing the chapter right now. And oh I'm yeah! Glad, oh my gosh! You're right. Did. Yes. So oh, Gabby. To whoever is always complaining about this, you can always point out any mistake you find, and they're gonna listen. <laughs> Don't be rude, please. Just point them out. Okay, so Shijima Wakatoshi, he's so amazing, and I love him. And this chapter was so good for me that I had to change my ninja shoyo name in Twitter to Wakatoshi Shijima because I love him so much. Well, see, I don't know. I don't. I don't even understand why I I love Shijima so much because I don't know. I just do. <laughs> I think so, I know. I feel I like, think. I don't know, he comes uh, a lot with Washiyo, and that's why I love him so much, maybe, because I feel like that he's everything that Washiyo, uh, I guess, love from volleyball. He's like he, he, the ultimate days. And something that I really appreciate from Haikyuu is that the escalation power is very, very well done. Because when, when we met Ushijima, I always thought that Whenever we would get to nationals, he would be like, oh, he's not that great. But no, he's basically Japan's canon, and he stayed, for me at least, the best ace in the whole series. Just comparing him to the other top two, top three, I mean, uh, Sakusa and Kiryu, I feel like Ushijima was just the perfect ace. And that was his concept from the get-go. And I like that it stayed that way. But something that I really appreciate from this chapter, I, and I didn't expect it at all, was that Ushijima actually learned it from from the Karasuno match. And he decided, he saw that Hinata was willing to make new things, try new things, something that Shiro Torizawa didn't do because simple is best, that was their motto. But here Ushijima actually wanted to improve his his perf already perfect spike uh, left-handed spike so that was just wow i can't believe he actually did that <laughs> and the reason it was so funny because it was just because he saw a kid that's, who said that he finds volleyball more that's just so wakatoshi for me he's he's very very uh, he's really alike to kageyama right they are very similar. Yeah, so, yeah. so so funny for me. And it's so funny different. that Tendo's advice was get good. Exactly. And at first I thought that was like bad advice, but it turns out like it actually was really helpful. It was because he knows Wakatoshi. He knows that he doesn't need more than that. Just people believing in him and telling him, yeah, you get good. Just get good. That's what you've always done. <laughs> So I, I, I feel like just it is it's a big uh, character development for me that Ushijima actually thought that changing was was okay. That actually I was very surprised that unlike Kageyama he didn't have that good of a debut as a pro because he actually didn't do that well in the first match, in his first uh, tournaments as a pro. So that's very interesting for me. Because, yes, the world is big and 
no matter how amazing you were in high school, this is another world full of monsters. So you gotta do new things and try new things. Because this is also like Japan. So I know we love Japan and everything, but they are not really the best team <laughs> in, in volleyball. Reinvent themselves because it's very hard to play against. I mean, there are players in 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 there there are players that are like two meters twelve or two meters twenty centimeters, and it's like they don't even have to jump. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this the current uh, national team for Japan is is very very good, and I I'm I'm expecting great things from them for this next Olympics. But yeah, I feel like uh, for that is very, very consistent in how realistic Haikyuu is. And as much as we love them and know how amazing they are, next to the world, they still have ways to go. And it's really, really amazing that Ujima decided to try new things. I feel like that's just how much Hinata impacts you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very, very happy. So yeah, I think someone else can take it. Okay. Uh, what I really love is like Tendo kind of like checking in on his friend, like when he's like, okay, he 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 has he's having it rough. Yeah. Let's check in on him. And then also that or what was it that he like remembered like, hey, what about your dad? And like we were thinking about this like last episode, I think, and I think I put forward the very sad thing that he was dead or like wasn't ah. watching it. But oh <laughs> I do love that like that's not what Haikyuu is. Like no, he, he meets his dad, and also. And like, they were also already talking before because he got invited there. And also, like, Iwazumi is there, and, and they're both there to see the same person. It's just, like, it's a little coincidences, coincidences that make me think of, like, uh, Kageyama and Hinata meeting. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. they're both there for different reasons. They end up in the same place. They were even rivals as well. <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing a separate spinoff manga. About this, which is a start of Haikyuu 2, or my own personal fan fiction. But I like was so, I was so surprised at seeing Iwazumi. I like didn't realize they were in the states. Uh, yeah. Irvine, California, which confused me because I think it was in Irvine, Texas, as well. Yes, there, there's a. Yeah. Is there a famous dude named Irvine? I mean, that's a. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's plenty out there. Yeah, I think there is. I think there's just multiple cities with it. I think it's like not a common city name, but there's there's probably a few in the U.S. But no, I it made me think of something my friend said um, with Ushijima and Iwazumi meeting. Something she said was that the pro sports world is actually pretty small. So it's yeah. like it seemed like such, it was such you know a coincidence that they ran into each other. But the pro sports world is small and. That is something that, you know, isn't as surprising. And that's, you know, the same thing with, like, Oikawa and Hinata running into each other. But, yeah, go ahead, Kendra. No, and I also really love kind of, like, the like the demonstration of how his spike has changed. And also just, like, how when we first see it, it's like, what is happening with those arms? <laughs> it's just, like, it's but it's so cool because it is also clear and also, we get a return to, like, the weaponry imagery of, like, the sword and, like, knives. But here it's, like, a bow and arrow, very straightforward. And then we see that it turns into doing it like a sword swing. So kind of, like, just continue. Once you start, you just 
Because, like, whenever people do their run-up, they seem to, like, a lot of them have their arms back anyways as they run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, like, they're doing the Naruto run. But now we see that, like, he kind of uses that to his advantage where he just, like, keeps going with it. It's my understanding of it. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, instead of, like, uh, he makes an arc and just goes to Spike. Uh, I feel like you, you, you need to see the uh, movie. Yeah. 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 Usually, yeah. usually, like the the arm is it stops with the body midair and then the swing happens. But he's actually moving the swing from when he's jumping, so mm-hmm. it makes a full circle basically. And of course, he's gonna get more more uh, power that way. He's just windmilling he's his like, arms around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like it's like at the same motion as like how when you jump and like uh, to get like more height, you like bend your knees a bit. Like he's he's like moving his his shoulder and like his arm around at the like around the same time as like the scene. Mhm. Mhm. And just kind of like power hits that a pause. It's like really cool because he basically dest- he destroyed his spike and rebuilt it because he realized like he was lucky. He's tall, but you can't just be tall. Like you need to be. He got better. Like he you. I don't know. He's what tall is- and a southpaw, so yeah, it's, it's yeah. like the ultimate. Perfect combo for yeah. an opposite player. Yeah, and like the greatest strength forever incomplete is like my favorite. I, I have like so many favorite lines, but that's one of them. Is that like continuous improvement? Like it's yeah. ne- there is no good enough. Yeah. So that's what I really really loved. I lo- also I just want to say again, I love that he saw his dad. His dad trained the polar bears. I've been waiting 84 years. <laughs> and also, I also love that. Iwazumi is not watching the match. He is asleep. Like, screw that. <laughs> like any normal later. person at that time. <laughs> yes. Good job. And I don't know. I think he, like, Wakitoshi has, like, dinner with his dad. And he just talks about, like, Lucky and also, like, thanking him for protecting his gift. Because, like, I think I didn't like Ushijima that much before because he scared me a lot. And I think, like, <laughs> like we got to see more, like he's the sweetest like, boy ever. He is. Especially, we already got to see that in his match, and we just continued <laughs> to see that afterwards. I don't know. I just, I just love it because like Haikyuu is a very like hopeful series. I feel like, and I think it easily like a more angsty series might have done like, oh, his dad doesn't care about him playing volleyball, but he set out to play volleyball to become the kind of ace his dad described. And hoping, and I think it was more Tendo was saying like, "Oh, are you gonna use that to meet your dad?" And it turns mm-hmm. out that he did. And I don't know. I got like Veruvian man, like because like I don't know that Da Vinci thing where it has the guy with his arms and like a bunch of different things. It kind of made me think of that with his like <laughs> little spike. Mm. And also the selfie sent to. Oikawa, and I'm really sad. We know who started the trend. Yes! Yes. (laughs) I want to see Oikawa's reaction. Like, next chapter, come on, give me Oikawa. You know you want. (laughs) (laughs) What I think is that we'll get, I really was sad and distraught even that we did not get the Iwazumi and Ushijima selfie, but my prediction is that we'll either get it in a future panel or more likely we'll get it as a volume doodle. Like, you know, in the volume where they have, Uh like, the doodles on the sides. Like, I think (laughs) we might get it as, like, a little sketch. So, (laughs) but in the meantime, I just want to shout out to all the amazing fan artists who have drawn the selfie because (laughs) you have given me 
so much life. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was, I have several friends, especially who were really anxious to see Iwazumi again. And so oh, yeah. they were freaking out to me about it. And that made me, you know, kind of hyped me up a lot too. So I was really excited to see him. I love that he's still a nerd with his Godzilla phone case. Mm-hmm. And I just his his reaction when when Ishijima's like it's uh, like that's hey do you, that's my dad but I just love I just love that he's just like hey do you know him and Ishijima's just like yes yeah his face is so funny and then uh it's so cute and it was just really it was it's really cool that he got a um that you know Iwazumi and Ishijima kind of got that bonding moment where they you know shared a coffee and were talking and everything and that Ushijima kind of took advice from Iwazumi when he was trying to show him something on his phone uh it's just so good I just that's the friendship I did not know that I needed until now and now all of a sudden I'm just like Ushijima and Iwazumi are like best friends who's Oikawa like let's go (laughs) (laughs) bye Oikawa don't don't you feel like these characters feel so alive like I know we all like fans and fanfics and everything like we all do but like I'm sure nobody expected them to meet and react like this but Uh Ushijima is always being a a very polite good guy (laughs) and Iwazumi is not a a crazy savage so it's Mm -hmm. like this expected this is how they would act i mean they are not high schoolers anymore so and also, just seeing like iwazumi also talks in sound effects and uchiwaka oh, yeah. understands him <laughs> so funny and also that uh kageyama actually got that from iwazumi <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, love I love that so much oh. yeah yeah, also, I especially love seeing them interact like uh like regular people just because like uh like Kenjo was saying earlier, like it's it's not like angsty, it's not like um in like a like a shonen manga. You, you destroyed my whole high school life. Because of you, I hate you. <laughs> that, that's 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 Oikawa, but not <laughs> 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 he is, but you know, something that I really wish would have happened was Oikawa and, and Ushijima playing the same team. I really need that. Please, for that to sensei. Emergency center. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting, you. Yeah. Mario, what were you saying? Center on Wakatoshi's, Ushijima's team. Mario, sorry, we interrupted you. Yeah, sorry, Mario, oh, go ahead. It's fine. Um, I agree with everything as well. Uh, it's like I feel like seeing them like just sitting down and chatting is so like Gabby said like it's so natural like they they feel like actual people because this is like a scene that I've seen so many times uh, just like when I when I went to college and like you would just see people like sitting chatting around or whatever and it's just it's so normal it's so it's so normal like uh, like Ushijima's posture with like his his arms down but then like uh. They'll, they'll switch times, like, just crossing their arms or whatever while they're, like, just speaking or whatever. It's just, I don't know, like, 
I, I really love this scene just because of the fact of like how it's framed and like the way they're talking and because of the fact that like like I said like this is not this is not like an angsty shonen manga with like oh you're you you're my 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 rival in high school, in high school I lost the tournament because of you I will never speak to you again in my life it's like no like they're they're adults now like they don't care about that shit like they they all love volleyball and they want to talk about it and like they didn't actually didn't um. Oh, yeah, uh, Wakatoshi said, like, oh, besides, I enjoy this sort of thing. And Iwaizumi is smiling, and they just they go more into conversation. And I really, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Like, that kind of... I can't, I can't really, like, put into words, like, how much and why I really appreciate it. But it's just... It makes me feel really good inside, just seeing uh, mm-hmm. people who love the same thing, being able to bond, especially because, like, they're friendly, uh, they're like regular, like they're they're like nice to each other, whatever, polite. But they didn't have this kind of opportunity to interact in like high school, and like now mm-hmm. uh, because they they meet again by coincidence, they they're able to have this kind of moment together. Like that specifically is something that I think is really special, and just seeing it highlighted in the chapter, it it's good. Like mm-hmm. that that was my favorite part of the chapter for some reason. Besides like the fact that uh like seeing his relationship with his father like. I'm such a sucker for like well-written like familial familial relationships and like how mm-hmm. they're handled yeah. and like I I like I teared up when I was reading this and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, mm. is so wholesome. Yeah. yeah. And I do like Ushijima isn't like stuck up. He was like cuz like he, he was and he's like, "Oh, like you're already what am I talking about? You're already like a pro player on the world team." And he's like, "No, like I want to learn." Like, mm-hmm. I take inspiration from everywhere. It's just, like... He doesn't take his strength for granted. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that comes his, his words about luck. Because he, know he knows he's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, like, destroying all of the, like, expectations I kind of had for Ushiwaka. And it's kind of like, no. This is what he's really like. Like, I guess we already knew this, but it's just making it extra clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope people stop calling him a villain now. (laughs) (laughs) Our uh, BMC, did you have anything you want to say about the chapter? Yeah, I think this chapter was like a really great, yeah, it was just like, I think there were um, 395 and 394 were so connected in that way, um, Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways, and sort of like what um, what, um, Marion was saying, is like the, I think I think 394 is my favorite, um, and 395 is just like a great kind of like kind of conclusion to that sort of like lucky one sort of like storyline, I guess if you want to call it that. Like many, 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 many storyline. But like I also really love like chapters that are really that really center like friendships and like the importance of those friendships i i love that like those are my favorite things like those, those that's probably my favorite stuff from haikyuu like i mean there's other stuff too obviously but like whenever you have like characters who are really just like inspired and affected by their friends to be better and and that push them in particular ways and it's very clear that they're friends. I think that's something that I, that I love. Like, I love when shonen, um, or just manga in general, when it's like, we're friends. I like you, you like me. We push each other. 
Like, I love that. And it's just, like, wholesome and pure. And that's what it's like. That's why these two chapters are really great. The stuff with mm-hmm. Tendo and um, Ushijima. The stuff with um, uh, Takusa and... Um, um, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. You know, just, like, I love that. You know, and I love that. And, and like, sort of... Like, and it's also why, like, you know, like... Um, uh, uh, Nekomo versus Karasuno is my favorite match because it really <laughs> is like an ode to friendship, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's like, I I love that. Like, awesome. I will never get tired of seeing like, you know, just like good kids, you know, like being friends and being wholesome and like growing and caring about each other and but also being competitive in a really cool way. I just love that. Okay. Like, I love that. Mm. Like, it's nice, like, they have, like, rivalry across the net, but they're still, like, most of them are, like, friendly rivalries. Especially, it's like, healthy. Especially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only one I would say Ushijima and Oikawa. But I think even <laughs> afterwards, that's like, they definitely got a lot better. Like, I think Ushijima when... did say that Oikawa was the best setter in Miyagi. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Oikawa I mean, was also, like, never forget that pride of mine. Like, I think yeah, Oikawa was just a petty asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of love is that, like, that's kind of what we would usually expect from a sports manga. Yeah. It's like we expect that level of intensity. But also, on the other hand, we do have Kenma and Inada who are friends who also <laughs> got a knife fight. A knife fight, quotation mark. <laughs> so, like, also that we can still have intrigue and, like, intensity without them being like, I hate you, dude. Not that, like, I have, not that I'm, I'm not like, calling out any series because I feel like most, like, series, like, other sports mega don't do that that much. Maybe they do. I don't know. But it's just like, it's it's definitely nice. Like it makes I was a Hinata. It makes Haikyuu that much more heartwarming and Hinata that much more heartwarming. Yeah, for mm. sure. I think like the best thing to take away from the set of chapters is that like I feel like an ideal story is something that uh, shows like uh, a level of wait, wait hold on let me let me rephrase that. I think that a good like uh, a good story within like a like a sports series. Uh, highlights at least one or more like paths of like self improvement and how those characters like like their personal feelings along the way like that's something very important um, because at the end of the day like sports is something that a lot of people do um, uh, like it's competitive but it's also like a form of self discipline uh, it's mm-hmm. something that people do uh, in order to like like achieve something like uh, whether it's like okay to to get into like a routine like Takusa or if uh, you have like a goal like you want to be like the best ace like uh, like Ushijima or like you just love you just love the sport and you want to get better at it like Hinata like there, there's something that concrete about uh, like aiming for something or like being set in a specific way that mm-hmm. makes sports very so satisfying because uh, like up to this point like we've seen the, the fruit of everyone's like hard work coming into coming into play like throughout the match uh, like how how their personal lives have been shaped by the sport and like that that's what makes it so satisfying and like that's what makes like these batch of chapters so freaking good mm-hmm. mm. yeah I like that there's no uh, right answer like mm-hmm. there are many ways to be good and yeah. every each one of them are very valid. And they all have, they, they're also different. And 
something that I've noticed with these latest chapters is just how there's not really that much emphasis on teamwork right now because we only know some of the players from both teams. So it's not something that it can really based off on. But also, like, probably, well, I feel this is just me, okay, but I feel like it doesn't have that much teamwork as high school volleyball. <laughs> In the sense that just everyone is so good at what they are doing that everything just clicks, I guess. Yeah. So, I guess do, sorry, do they have like trading, like player trading at this level as well, where people might like leave teams often? Uh, yeah, I mean, someone can just offer you more money for another team, and if you want to take it, you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just, they are, they are contracts. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a job, so. <laughs> and that's like the team plays differently if, like, Hinata is there, and then if, like, their actual ace uh-huh. is there, which is yeah. cool. That's that's kind of, how, yeah. yeah, how the, the team dynamic changes so much whenever you switch another player. And that usually that that in Karasuna that would take ever at all on the team because they are not that used to it. So whenever Hinata was out, and I don't know Narita had to play for him, they had to adapt. But now that's not something that happens. They simply work around it. So uh, I think it's very fitting that we are getting like in the individual chapters for every character because it works very well here. So I'm really excited to see where we are going now, because I don't know, this is the last point of the third set. <laughs> and I guess this is a five set match, right? I mean, I asked it on Twitter, because I wasn't sure. See, here in Peru, at least, the, the, the league, I think that when the league starts, since they are not the most important matches, they, th- they are uh, three set matches. But I asked that in Japan, they are supposed to be five set. So, <laughs> so I guess I, I don't see for that this ending this this much here. So I hope there's two sets more to go. I guess maybe we'll see more of room, like a Romero flashback or something. Might be cool. I don't know. I that would be great. Mm-hmm. And kind are of, also like other players because like once we kind of have we gone through everyone that we are we know already? Yeah. Unless only, we get like another Hinata one somehow. Uh huh. I think the only point of view we are lacking is Hinata's. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it might show more teamwork, which would be cool. Yeah, because the great, greatest decoy two was narrated from other characters. It wasn't narrated by Hinata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if, like, after this, uh, exactly because of the fact that, like Gabby said, like, we've mostly got in, like, uh, singular perspective, and, like, especially because, like, it makes sense, like, in the pro world, um, everyone's skill level is so high that, uh, to a degree, it's not like high school where, like, everyone has to work hard to be able to mesh properly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because this is kind of what uh, Washijo was aiming for, almost. <laughs> Like, everyone is so good that this, you don't really need teamwork. You just need to be good. <laughs> but, like, uh, I wonder, like, if after, like, after this, like, now we're going to get uh, maybe not, like, player-specific backstories with, like, uh, the new, the new like, pros that we don't really know. But maybe we'll get, like, uh, 
like how like um, like more volleyball highlights yeah maybe yeah yeah how about volleyball highlights and also like how how particularly like they mesh during like practice matches or something like um, something like like how their kind of team chemistry is affecting the match Mm, that would be really fun Mm -hmm. and like maybe since we don't really have any uh non-liberal or middle blocker in this um, maybe if they highlight blocking in one chapter, we can go to Tsuki or uh, or Kindaichi or the middle blockers that actually went pro. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so on. And, and also, it's interesting that we see Suna, Washio, Washio and uh, Komori uh, warming up as if their match is going to start. So I wonder if we can see a bit of that for that SSP, <laughs> please. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's not going to end with... I, f- I hope it doesn't end with this match. I don't know. Uh, I have no hope there. Uh, I told you. Okay. Gonna, I, I want to be wrong. playing street volleyball. Yes. Yeah, they just do an <laughs> impromptu like, friendly match or something. Uh, yes, I hope there is a Karasuna reunion. Me too. Oh, did any did anyone not get a chance to talk about two ninety five? Ash is still Ash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm gonna go on like a bunch of different tangents here, so you're gonna have to bear with me a little bit. Not go off. So first of all, like, when I was doing my reaction to the chapter initially, oh, I was so proud of myself because Afrodite was showing off Ushijima's new spike. And he's doing like the whole arrow bit. I'm like, oh, I get it. He must be saying like his new one is more like a catapult or a trebuchet just because of the circular motion. <laughs> then the next page, I see the swords and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Yes, <laughs> left enough. Oh boy, like that was just me being like, oh, all right. But oh, and then of course the absolute gut punch of that last page. Like I knew we were gonna oh. get some kind of emotional moment. I was kind of prepared for him, like, all right, I know it's coming, I know it's going to hit me. And when we still got to him, like, all right, I need to take a few minutes just to kind of, like, get myself under control, because I was about to just <laughs> ball my eyes out, because I'm like, oh, just hit me right where it hurts for Adati. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> but, oh, uh, now, like, this is the main thing I want to kind of talk about this chapter, is there's so many other series where fans kind of talk about, you know, oh, it's okay if a character doesn't grow or develop, or, you know, if they grow or develop, then they lose, you know, what made them appealing in the first place, what made them relatable in the first place. It's and okay to call these... it <laughs> Not naming any names, but uh, just saying. No, but I think how it got me about this chapter is because I also get annoyed when people say that because I'm like, it's not true in 99% of cases even though people think it's, you know, broadly universally applicable. And I love how Furadate in this chapter kind of showcases everything I talk about when I talk about that with regards to Ushijima's development specifically, where this is a chapter where you show see how he's grown and developed from, you know, his initial, how he initially was like uh, way back early in the series. But he does that in a way without sacrificing the fundamental core aspects of who he is as a character and also specifically his play style. Because I was thinking at the end, you know, even though he's come up with this idea of, you know, I have to continually discard my strength so that I can come up with 
a new idea that can slowly, you know, continually change and grow and develop. It still kind of goes back to uh, what uh, Ukai said about Shirtorizawa's playing style of, you know, they bring out their best weapon and they punch you to death with it. And I'm like, it's so great because Ushima's doing exactly that yeah. at just a higher level. So you have that element of change coming through in his playing style and in his personality where before he's like, oh, you know, this strength is all I need. There's nothing else that can come close to it. I don't need to change or develop. This will be the only weapon I ever need. To kind of him thinking, well, you know, I've now faced the world. I know where my limitations are. And there's obviously things I can do to overcome it. Like, what can I do to get better? It's just like, it's such a good, tight, condensed package of storytelling in one chapter. And then I love, we have the call back to his father at the end where he thanks him for, you know, thank you for protecting my gift. And we get the flashback to how, you know, his mother wanted him to start, like, writing with his right uh, Mm -hmm. And the thing, and I think back to you know how left-handed people are usually told like they have like the devil's hand or something, and it's yeah. seen as a curse. Like oh, you know, left-handed people are cursed; they need to be taught like the right way. And for Ushijima to kind of be like, you know, my left hand is what got me here in the first place. Like it's given me the strength that I've been seeking, and it's because of my dad that you know I was able to get to this point. It just oh, just ripped my heart out for it. He just kind of stamped on it, made it a little paste. <laughs> put it into a little mold, spat out another heart with it, just, oh, so good. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. I was crying the whole chapter, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, I think, like, I might have been, I was reading this chapter, like, on my lunch at work, and, like, I kept having, like, moments where I was, like, <gasps> having, like, gasp moments, and then, like, it kept happening, and I was, like, I, yeah. I love, I love that, where it's kind of, like, I guess, like, like, if you like a manga, it's going to be able to get that reaction out of you, but, yeah. Just, they're very heartwarming those moments, and also I, I I think I touched on it earlier when like pointing out like the kind of dynamic paneling. It was cool that this chapter, the flashbacks at least are very much squares, but then once uh, we go back to the play, uh, it's all it's more dynamic. like diagonal, yeah. dynamic. We get that spread, and then. Mm-hmm. Once we go back, to, I think maybe we get a little bit of squares when we get, like, the people reacting. But not that it's bad. It's just kind of cool to see Fredate play around with it and kind yeah. of, like, I don't know. It's it's Also, you got two different weapons. Use both of them. Mm-hmm. And, okay, question. Was, are people confused? Like, for Ushiwaka's a bit, like, uh, ability, his sp- new spike does he alternate between the two, or he's just doing the new one now? Uh, no, I think they're saying he's going to start alternating between the two, like uh, as soon as Spikes mm-hmm. will, or as soon as uh, Surf, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to alternate, and that's why uh, they said that he has to continually discard. Oh, okay. And, like, he doesn't have the lock and load pause in there. It makes it really hard to anticipate the kind of shot. Because that's because they only noticed it now in, like, the third sec second or what third set now? Yeah, third set. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's alternating. I I don't know. I just really I'm just looking forward to the anime because it'll make it like a lot clearer who was like. <laughs> well, also I just like part of me is a little sad that they are skipping the gameplay so much. Like they are focusing so much on flashbacks that we like skip whole rotations sometimes. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, but that already was happening probably before, like, we got that sometimes when you'd basically get, like, two Oikawa serves in a row, because you see him do really well, and then, like, they kind of adapt to it. 
but mm. I don't know. I it's 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 yeah, I like like the character focus. And I wonder if maybe once we do get everyone we know out of the way, if maybe it'll like just be like a straight match. I hope so. I'm ready for some cool volleyball, please. <laughs> I yeah. need it. Yeah. <laughs> you've break you've broken my heart my heart enough for that if yeah. you give me volleyball to enjoy. I need to not think that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every Sunday I'm just laying on my bed thinking, Oh my god, I love hate you and I can't do anything else the whole day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it definitely is like a day brightener. Especially I don't know. It's yeah, but not yeah. when you have to work. <laughs> no, I know the feeling because like I was like I was like, I know the chapter's out. But I, I can't, don't have my break yet. I just need to wait. <laughs> and then, like, afterwards, I'm just like, yay! I just, like, I, I think there's some chapters where I'm like, I can't have, like, a giant smile on my face at work. <laughs> well, actually, I have a mask now, so people can't tell if I just, like, have my Haikyuu face on. <laughs> 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 I can see in my eyes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Earth was amazing, this chapter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be mean and say there was a shot of Iwazumi that looked weird. I'm trying to find it again. Is it the one where his fate, where he made the face? No, it's the one where as someone who lost you way too many times, I don't want to see that. Oh, yeah. I think his face looks kind of weird. That's on page eight. I think okay, it's like, question. It's like an angle. Yeah. How many hours did you spend staring at all the separate <laughs> Not that oh, long. Why do I feel like Kendra is like, oh my gosh, this is the weird panel that you have to highlight in the podcast, and she will always remember <laughs> Every it. Every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I know it's because of his neck. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think the only other time I point that out is there was some weird hair or something. <laughs> Kendra, you're always complaining. Kendra, it's like every single time. What other time? You know something? Uh, in that panel, it looks like Iwizumi's neck is like, you know, in like Windows XP when like it's lagging and you drag a window around and you see like the after image of the window? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the lines from the neck. I guess it's just the shade. It's just the shading. I don't know. I'm being mean. If the art is amazing, go for a date. Go. Yeah, I really take more the, breaks. In the spread where Ushijima is spiking, I really like how the path of the spike is the same in both panels. Oh for yeah. The swing and the and the heat. It's so good. Ah, for that day. <laughs> yeah. How do you do this? Is no. there anything else that we wanted to say for this chapter or for the chapters? Oh yeah, yes. uh, this is very minor, but like the, seeing like the circular arm swing with the sword, I'm like, oh, he's he's a great sword in Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Haikyuu Quest. Oh yeah, it does. The... yeah. Isn't there? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a color spread where he's uh, with Hinata and they are uh, video game players and? He has that big sword, while Hinata has a very small one. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna look at what you're talking about. Can I appreciate the attention to detail? Yes. Uh, just that we know that Ushijima's dad uh, stopped playing in volleyball because he got injured, and I really like that he made a a, a book uh, that. Yeah. 
it's basically called I had a lot of injuries. I don't want you to have them too. <laughs> mm. And it's published by Suecia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so so nice. I'm glad he's doing fine and coaching a team. Yeah. Marion, you were saying something. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Uh, I was gonna say like the the image of like him holding a sword also reminds me of when we went to like was it like during Kamomidai? When he was like, Hinata was like instant equipping like a different weapon or something. Uh huh. <laughs> and you see, like, he went from like a shield oh, to like a. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. I love, I love that kind of imagery. It's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder how Hinata looks now because he used to be a very small chick. Um, a, he, a small uh, crow chick or like a very small uh, video game player. How he looks now, because he's now a, a pro too. I'm really curious. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like uh, Oni and Oni now instead of like Oni and the sword. Oh no, he already had like the Oni and Oni moment, but now it's like especially so. Oni fight! <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm very really amazed that we haven't seen Hinata in, in a lot of chapters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we saw him in the whole chapter. Yeah. And, like, Kageyama wasn't in this chapter at all. True. All right, has anyone got anything other pressing things? Uh, I think we're going to get going back to the Kageyama and Hinata rivalry a little bit, maybe. I think it would be cool if we do kind of, if we do get a Hinata chapter, it might kind of highlight that a little bit more. I kind of want to see, I kind of want to see, like, Hoshiumi and Kageyama's relationship. Yeah, I want to see more of the Adlers, yeah. Can I say that uh, I'm really glad that Tendo is still making his Hisoka pose? And he's... he's uh, uh, it, that, that panel is so funny because there's this girl on, on the corner that's looking at him while he's probably yelling in Japanese in another country, and it's so funny. <laughs> I wonder what, he, what he's doing because he didn't Tendo have any... Japan? No, we don't know. Yeah. I don't think he is. Why? I don't... Uh, there's a panel where the background can, looks kind of European. Ah, okay. But I don't know. I feel like he's not hmm. there. And it's really weird for, to me that we didn't get any, like, career mention or anything. So I hope that we see more of him. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think we don't know what Iwazumi's doing now either. Um, yeah. Coach, right? He probably he's is. Because he's, he's sleeping while the coach is watching the game. Ah, uh, he's still in the US and then, yeah. Yeah, he's still in the US, but like, I wonder, is he, because I, I, cause they didn't tell us if he was still playing volleyball in college. He might not have been. Probably not. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But it might be a good spot to end it, unless we want to predict who will win the match and who will cry the hardest. <laughs> Me, I'll cry the hardest. <laughs> uh, Gabby might fight you for it, or all of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all right with peacing out. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, who wants to go? Okay. Uh, BMC, where can we find you on Twitter? And I'll. You can find me on you can find me on Twitter at the Manga Scholar. Um, 
you can always just type in Black Mountain Critic and I'll probably pop up. Uh, yeah, where well, I'll be talking about like manga and well, mostly manga, unless like Chiha- unless like Haikyuu is like currently running or Chihaya Fudu is currently running. Like so, something that I like really really like um, is currently running um, anime wise, but usually manga stuff and lots of Haikyuu tweets, lots of other Hunter Hunter tweets, lots of like tweets. So find me. Yeah. <laughs> or uh Gabby, where can we find you? Uh you can find me at Yaminetis on Twitter. Uh usually post art there, but I've just realized that I haven't posted anything in more than a month. <laughs> and I can't believe that, so I hope to make something new <laughs> soon. So now the uh one of the scenes I, I made the cover for is in pre-orders. You can find it as Uki Yoshin. It's a, a scene dedicated to Cedars for Haikyuu. And that Lisa is going to give you more info about that. Yes. Now, Lisa, okay. where can we find you? Hey, you can find me at least least Liso, and um, I am the moderator for the Setter Zine. So you can visit our shop at ukiyozine.bigcartel.com. And um, we are really close to our first stretch goal. And pre-orders are open for about another week, so get your copy when you can. It's a really awesome zine. Lots of setters. <laughs> so pretty. Yes, nice. so pretty. <laughs> uh, Ash, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at King Cocoa Butter, and then uh, my YouTube links to all my stuff I'm doing are on there. I swear I'll get back to my read-throughs probably tomorrow. Uh, so right now I'm doing Vinland Saga, Battle Angel League, The Last Order, and Lazarus. So if any of those sound like they're up your alley, uh, hit me up. Nice. Uh, Marion, nice. where can you find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Microwavy, the E before the V. That's my personal Twitter. And I've been busy with a lot of projects. Uh, I'm on at D-Slayer Podcast for Demon Slayer on the manga episodes. Uh, we recorded a bunch of like manga chapters. Like The, the manga just ended, and uh, we're just like currently like just editing to put those episodes out. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's sad to not see the Slayer in the rooster anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, um, within like the next couple of weeks, uh, we can get more of the episodes like out because we we have like a backlog that we weren't able to like edit in time. But uh, nice. yeah, I have to decide. Uh, <laughs> uh, look forward to that. And uh, I'm also on at Good Friends Cast on Twitter. It's the Good Friends Anime Club where me and three other uh, friends get together and talk about anime games, uh, manga, light novels, whatever. And just it's really, really fun, inclusive conversation. We talk about LGBT stuff um, and like just stuff in general. It's, it's like the perfect thing to listen to if you're, if you're like me and you have to like, go to the laundromat and you're like bored or whatever. So check mm-hmm. that out. Um, and we started, uh, me and those three other friends also started a Doro Hedoro podcast. Cause, uh, oh. So, like, oh. the anime is finally on Netflix, uh, international, uh, since, like, May Yeah, 20. I gotta watch. And we, we decided to do, like a, like, a manga book club. So every month we're gonna review uh, one of the volumes, and uh, you can feel free to, like, read and, and like, listen, listen along each month. Um, all the volumes are out in print, and digital from Viz, so yeah, uh, and if any of you are interested, uh, if you read the series or you want to start reading and you want to come on, like feel free to, to talk to us, because we're, we're looking for like guests to have 
on on the book club episodes. And we're also going to work on like uh, maybe a few like anime episodes, like uh, like talk about them. Yeah. Maybe do, like uh, episode commentary. Depends. work. It's in the works right now. So yeah, uh, it's called um, Shocking Adoro Hedoro Podcast, and it's uh, at Doro Hedoro Pod on Twitter. Nice. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. I do have another podcast where we talk about uh, My Hero Academia. You can follow that on Twitter at MHA Pod. And for the podcast you are listening to, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Haikyuu Pod. And you can also email us at HaikyuuPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know who, what, who, what character you think we'll see next, or like how you like this match, or. Whose take is the worst or best? Don't send us that. <laughs> I don't know. Or do. I don't care. And I, I don't know. Nice Receive doesn't really, like, I don't know. Let's just say Black Lives Matter. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Bye. <laughs> or do we want to say Nice Receive? I don't know. I don't know how to end the episode. Nice Receive. Let's do nice it. Nice Receive. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice, nice Receive. receive. Someone's getting weird noises in the background. Fucking cars outside. I'm so pissed off. (laughs) Cars. I stopped thee with the power of volleyball. I'm. I'm gonna put this at the end. (laughs) Really.